Hello and welcome to another episode of J Talk Stuff. Today, I'm really excited to announce I've just recently published another book, Drunk Love, Sober Death. It's a collection of poetry, songs and micro stories written by me. And this book has been a long time coming. It's split into two books, book one and book two. And the first section was basically poems that I wrote years ago. And I've mentioned it on another podcast episode, but I lost everything I'd ever written in a house fire. And what I'd forgotten about was at some stage I had handwritten my favorite poems into a notebook and gifted them to several friends. And over the many years, lost contact with most of them, and although I still have them on Facebook. But uh, after the fire, I suddenly remembered, or not suddenly, a few months after the fire, I remembered that I'd written these handwritten notebooks. And so I messaged them, and one of them, one of my friends wrote back and said, yeah, I've still got it, I'll send it to you. And seeing that handwritten book was was kind of awkward because it brought back many memories from a long time ago. Uh, but it was also exciting. And it reminded me of what I was capable of. Since I'd gifted that notebook, I'd travelled a lot and I'd written bits and pieces here and there, but nothing substantial. Until in 2009, when I wrote my play, Compass, which you can also find on Amazon, iBooks, and so on and so forth. So after I self-published Compass, I was looking to get stuck into another writing project. And it just wasn't happening. And I was trying to find the same zest and dedication from when I originally wrote my play. And I remembered that play I wrote over a period of about nine months. And the key thing was I wasn't drinking during that time. Uh, mainly because I'd just gotten my motorcycle license and I was super paranoid because when you're a learner in Australia, uh, you can't have any alcohol in your system at all if you're driving or riding a bike. And so for nine months, I just didn't drink. And instead of going out drinking on the weekends, I instead dedicated myself to riding. And I was riding like for a couple of hours before work, lunchtime when I got home, and pretty much it just consumed me. I didn't do anything else in that time. But after nine months, I had written a play. So I was trying to find that same zest and dedication. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to try going alcohol-free, see if that makes a difference. And it took probably maybe two weeks. And then I wrote my first poem that I'd written in years. And when I write poetry... The closest thing I can describe it to is having a braingasm. And not only is it a sense of accomplishment, but it's like, I don't know, I just, oh, I really feel it. And so experiencing that feeling again of having written a poem uh, really pushed me to want to write more. And so, again, every lunchtime, every morning, every evening, I was writing. And I started a novel and... Uh, I didn't finish that novel, but I was also writing a lot more poetry than I'd ever written. And of course, the more you write, the better you get. And that continued. It's now been, I don't know, something like seven years since I removed alcohol from my life. And in that time, I've written more than my entire life previously.
So it just goes to show that unlike those classic ideas of writers needing a glass of red or a glass of whiskey or whatever the case may be in order to write, uh, I've found the opposite to be true. So not only have I written more, uh, the stuff that I've written is actually way better than anything I'd written previously. But anyway, back to the book. So Drunk Love, Sober Death, two sections, book one, book two. Book one is everything that was lost in the house fire since edited and uh, refurbished. Book two is it everything that came with rem- after removing alcohol from my life. And I decided to include the early works because it's kind of a journey. And by seeing the difference at the start and at the end, really gives you a sense of the bigger picture. And of course, they were all written at different life stages. So there's going to be different content, different topics, different feelings. And I get the most recent poems in the book towards the end uh, were written last year when I suffered huge loss. I lost something ridiculous like three friends and two or three relatives in the same year. And it was a difficult time. And especially losing Jen, who had been a close friend for many years. And I just, we'd always talked about, you know, still being friends when we grew old. And to have her suddenly out of my life was a a huge gap. And in that time of darkness, poetry was my saviour. And it was through poetry that I was able to express how I was thinking and feeling, which was a difficult time in grief because I, whilst I knew people had died, I'd never truly experienced that bone-shattering grief of just feeling like everything was taken away from you. And I've since learned to live with it. Some days are better than others. It'll always be there, but the time between, you know, the dark periods is getting longer and longer and longer, especially since I met Haley. So... Drunk Love, Sober Death. Today I'm going to read a couple of poems, some of my favourites. And I won't read the whole thing because I want you to buy the book. You can find this book at all major book retailers. You can buy it in ebook and softcover. However, as it's print on demand, you should be able to order it through your local bookshop through ISBN 9780648813217 for the softcover. And... For the ebooks, of course, usual places Apple, Google, Amazon, Kobo, Nook, Booktopia, wherever you get your ebooks from, you can find it. Oh, also Fish Pond as well in Australia and New Zealand. So, there was an earlier podcast of J Talk Stuff where I talked about poetry and how I create poetry, and I read out some examples. So, I can't remember exactly which ones I uh, included there, but hopefully, I, this isn't a double up. Anyway, so this is a classic poem from. Uh, I think I was written around my 18th birthday because I remember getting a bottle of bourbon. And anyway, so this is called With My Nurturing Silk. With my nurturing silk, I drink to sleep. Warm, by a fire. A flittering moth I try to grasp. My stupefied state, a ruthless beast. Too strong, mortifies. Alone, with my bourbon and milk. And this next poem is also from book one. And what's unique about this is I mention a character that I created in a, a novel that 
was being handwritten and was lost in the fire, but just by writing the character's name in a poem brought back all those memories of, oh, that's right, I was writing a book and the character was called Vasilius and, and I couldn't remember exactly what the story was about, but I just remembered that his nickname was Verse, which I thought was poetic. Anyway, Backdoor Moans. Backdoor moans with insidious views. Creatures, perturbed with features, straw misaligned. Adorn the lover of Vasilius, draped with pristine livery. Migrating music bends and grinds. I lied. Parading neath the sparkling rain, a humid scent scraping beyond the tarmac. Clean, this time of fear from the billowing heat shading my view, corrupting. Some poems I remember writing, others I don't. So I wish I could tell you more about that one. I vaguely recall, I think I wrote it... Nah. Like I remember it, it was written so long ago I don't recall exactly the circumstances. But poetry for me is a lot about how it sounds, how it makes you feel. And as I've lived in the Blue Mountains on and off throughout my years, there's quite a few poems that feature remnants of being in the mountains. So this next poem uh, was written either after going for a bushwalk, uh, the old house that burnt down, there was a trail that ran through bush in the back, basically in the backyard, but it was National Park. Yeah, I vaguely recall going down there. There was a little creek and lots of ferns. Along a dirt path. Along a dirt path in the brisk, mottled shade. I have only one shoe, yet still I parade. Still I march on down the treacherous pass, where bees hum above and a stream runs amuck. Until such a time when we come to the end, where we sit and drink in our cool, calm, newfound land. Floating and gloating in the bright green fun, washing away with the crying fern. So these next few poems are from book two. And a lot of book two was written when I was living in New Zealand, except for the most recent, which were written whilst I was in Australia. Now, this one is totally different to anything else, but it was something that was just kind of stewing over for days and days. I kept, the words just kept flying and kept flying and kept repeating and kept repeating. And it was never quite finished though. And it finally came to fruition when I was editing the book. So at one point I also thought of myself as a, a rapper, like Eminem. This next one is called Your Rhymes. Your rhymes are tight, yet my words are mightier. This ain't no beef, I'm here to battle. You stay up all night when I can just jot them. You brag about being unique and I laugh because your writing is cliched like a bucket of bad rhymes. It's silly, but it's kind of fun. And it always makes you smile when I read it because it makes me think of being up on stage like Eminem having a rap battle. <laughs> this next poem, I distinctly remember where I was when I wrote it. When I was living in Wellington in New Zealand, I lived in a suburb called Island Bay, which is right on the coast. And there was a road that went beyond Island Bay to along the south coast. And it was basically big cliffs that went straight into the ocean. And it was often quite wild down there because the next land in a direct line was Antarctica. So if there was a big storm, there was strong winds and water was whipping up and salt spray and... Whilst it got a lot of traffic from hikers and fishermen and stuff, 
I used to enjoy just sitting down there, especially on a rainy day, and just looking out into the ocean, hoping to see orcas swimming past. So this next poem is called Still Here I Am. Strong currents whip past cliffs, scurrying up all in its way except me. Cool winds blow over junky rocks, whipping cocaine sand hard. Clearing the way, but still I stand. Nothing remains. Still, here I am. The hard clash of fate tries to drag me, push me, end this. Instead, I grab paper and pen and write. A heart filled with pain. A creative blade cuts my insides. But this only fills up pages. This search resumes. A new town need I. With cute real girls. No lies. No fake teas. The temp it drops. Warm glow too low. Large birds swoop loud. Menacing and close. Bumps on my skin. Salt on my chin. Doors now closed. It's time to go. This next poem was written in a small town north of Wellington called Masterton. And I was staying there for a weekend for some reason. I just decided to head away. And there was a cute little B&B. But unbeknownst to me, outside they had deer. And they were all males. And males must have been like mating season or something. They were very noisy, and I'd never heard these, and I didn't know what they were. So it wasn't cows, it wasn't dogs, I didn't know what it was, and it freaked the hell out of me. This next poem is called Flowered Wall. Flowered wall with a pitcher weeps, silence, but for thunderous roars of murderous rage. Naught but a soul entertains, just a flittering twig, a bare branch, a stone statue of a fair maiden keeps watch over a trestle green. White doves in a cage and two cypress mark the horizon, the furthest reach of my screams. I came here to write, but wooden floors hurt my feet. Silence deafens my thoughts, flowered walls confine me, and murderous roars I fear. I creep from room to room, afraid I'll waken the old couple downstairs, waiting till I fall asleep. To take my liver, my life and words to keep. So if you've read anything on my website, seen the photos, you know I have a huge passion for clouds. And clouds always feature heavily in my writing. So it seems only apt that I would dedicate an entire poem to clouds. With clouds. As clouds are my witness, so too they're my saviour. Caressing my thoughts and following me always. Splendid and soft deep enough to capture my words. With clouds I feel protected, surrounded by love. They're always watching over me, unless the sky has none. A cloudless day is a sad day for all. No ears to listen, eyes to watch, or hands to hold. Only an emptiness throughout the world. Clouds be my saviour, my friend, my love. And that's all I'm going to read from Drunk Love Sober Death. You can download a free sample from the link in the show notes. If you'd like to buy the ebook, there's a link in the show notes. You can buy it from all the usual ebook places Apple Books, Amazon, Kobo, Book, Booktopia, Nook, Barnes and Noble. And if you'd like a copy of the softcover book, 
You can order it from usual retailers, including Amazon, Book Depository, Barnes & Noble, Waterstones, Foils is coming soon, I believe, uh, Fish Pond, and of course, links in the show notes. Be sure to check it out. I really recommend it, even though it's my book. Here's what other readers had to say. A free-verse, down-to-earth and heartfelt poet, Jade produces abstract but equally recognisable poems. That was from Ilsa. Jade's poetry effortlessly takes you to places you've never been with emotions you know well. That was from Cherry. Jade's poetry literally brought me to tears. And that was from Haley. Thank you for listening to Jade Talks Drunk Love, Sober Death. Be sure to check it out on my website. If you want to follow me on my socials, head to Facebook, Jadikins Jackson. Twitter, Jadikins Jackson. Reddit, Jadikins Jackson. And Instagram, Jadikins Jackson. And I recently started TikTok, though I haven't actually put anything on there yet. And I think that was Jadikins Jackson too. All right. Thank you very much for listening to Jade Talk Stuff. If you want to head to my website, you'll find it at jjackson.com.au. Thanks for listening to Jade Talk Stuff. And don't forget to check out my other podcasts, Jade Talks Travel, Jade Talks Cheap Flights. Lastly, I've also recorded an audiobook version of Drunk Love Sober Death, which is currently being edited, and you can expect that out within the next few weeks. Thank you very much. Bye-bye now.